0: Foot Clan, we know that you're champs out there, and we know that you got to celebrate in style, so head over to FantasyChamps.com for all the hardware bling that you need. You need that ring. You need that trophy. I don't what? want to pay for that ring, Mike. You don't want to pay for a ring?
1: No, no, no. I'm not interested in paying for the ring. But well, they're no, so
0: sweet. Do I have a deal
1: for you? <laughs> Tell you head me.
0: Over, head over to FantasyChamps.com. You add your choice of trophy or belt, and then you put a ring in the cart. Okay, okay. Then you click the little promo code thing, and you put in free ring, and guess what? I have no idea. You put a ring on it. That ring is now free. Okay, that makes sense. 59 bucks. The $59 ring reduced to $0 just like that. Make sure you add the trophy or the belt into the cart. Victory never felt so good at FantasyChamps.com.
2: Welcome to the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Coming to you from pristineauction.com studios with your hosts, Andy Holloway, Jason Moore, and Mike Wright.
0: Oh,
1: welcome in. Happy New Year. Whee.
0: It's going to be the best year ever. Gonna be the best year of my life. Thursday 2020,
1: January 2nd. And it's footy award time on today's episode. (sighs) My Mm. body
2: is ready. Smells like
1: victory. Uh, Approximately forty million of you voted out there. Give or take 40 million. (laughs) (laughs) We've got the winners on today's episode. I'm excited. Uh, Judge Giamatti himself with a little help, I think from Jason has chosen to put all of the winners in very Ooh. flashy envelopes. Signs what, what did this delivered? cost me Brooks? You don't want to know. Oh my gosh. $20 an envelope. So we have the official winners, the 2019 footy awards that's on today's show. What else is going on? We've got a new playoff contest we're going to talk about momentarily. Yeah,
2: everybody wants to know, what are we doing this year? It's playoff time. Fantasy football is still alive. We have a super exciting uh, new game we're playing. I'm, I'm we'll see if you can about it. beat us. Oh, they can't. It's impossible.
1: And I guess we're going to go over our Super Bowl picks today as well. That's right. Should we, should we do that right now? Is that what we're, what yes. we're up to? Um, by the way, you can find us on Twitter at the FF Ballers. the community. A bonus episode every week bonus at jointhefoot.com as well as foot Clan league so if you're starting new uh, you want to get into a dynasty a keeper league uh, a new league with people that don't suck
0: you know what I mean yeah some people oh, yeah. I, oh, they some suck. people suck
2: yeah big time but some don't I and put
0: a <laughs> I put a tweet out uh a couple days ago I was talking about uh, you know, the, my our dynasty friends, our our friends out there who are, they're already in it. I mean, these people are ridiculous when their their scouting starts because we we start scouting the new incoming rookies in the next couple weeks or so. But I, I put a post how the dynasty community they they're super excited for 2020. So now I'm real excited to dive in and look at these guys and the the dynasty thirst that started dripping into my timeline was unbelievable. Well, and
1: let's be honest, Mike, you're just a little bit more interested than us at this exact moment in time because you have 47 dynasty picks. I,
0: I did add that part. Yeah. yeah.
1: And and here's the thing too is like we have uh, – we've got a friend, Nick, who has yes. a very good dynasty team, but he is retiring from fantasy football. Yes, so long, Nick. And so, you know, you might be in a league where one or two people either chose to retire – or you force them to retire because Mm. you're a smart commissioner. You put them down. You put them down. Took them out back. Yeah, and so you're looking for another, uh, you know, qualified, committed (laughs) owner for a team, and you can find those. We've got Mm footclanleagues.com if you're a member of the Join the Foot community. Super Bowl pick-wise, we've got the Bills playing the Texans this week. The Titans are at New England. Uh, The Vikings are playing the Saints, and the Seahawks are in Philadelphia. Now, we each filled out a bracket, and we do this every year, I guess just to say words into the microphone and then brag about it if you win.
0: If you don't fill out a bracket, man, you're not living. This is playoff time. Let me ask this. Uh, Brooks, Al, did you guys fill out brackets?
1: No, sir. Oh, you're not living. So, no, nope, Brooks doesn't like fun. Al Borland? I did not fill out a formal bracket, but I do have my picks. Sure you do. I, I'm guessing I they're... I exa- them to you yesterday. I guess uh, Green Bay. It's the Packers Green against Bay. the Packers. I just figured it was whoever wins each week was in his mental head bracket. <laughs> I'll put them on paper as okay. soon as we're done here. So, uh, we'll walk through this a little bit. Do we just want to go round by round? Is sure, that what we're sure. doing? Let's do it. So, uh, we all have... Buffalo winning against Houston. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. Sorry, Houston fans. We all yeah. have Buffalo winning that game. Um, I have New England over Tennessee. Do we, either of you have Tennessee winning that game?
2: I have Tennessee winning that game. Okay. Yes, I and
0: do. I am also taking the blindfold approach and saying Tennessee will win that it f- that matchup. It
2: felt bad. I mean, I you know, look, the beginning of the end for the Patriots results in a Super Bowl because that's what they do. And knowing that that somehow they'll be in the Super Bowl. It was very hard to pick Tennessee. But when I look at this game.
1: <laughs> it's very hard for me to see New England losing in New
0: England, even though they've struggled. That's the part that I have a hard time with. I
2: just don't know how they're going to
0: score at this the, point. That, that's the hard to, the hard part is looking at that, but then Jason and I are also talking about how does New England possibly win this game? Well, I, I don't know if if
1: uh, Tennessee will be able to score. That'll be the interesting part of it. Can they put it together against uh, the defense? Maybe. You know, Ryan Fitzpatrick did. Um, all right, are we going to stay in the AFC? Do you want to march through the AFC here? Sure, yeah, yeah we'll complete it. So then, uh, based on my finishes, I have Buffalo traveling to Baltimore, Baltimore winning that game.
2: And we have the Titans going to Baltimore and Baltimore winning that I game. I have Baltimore winning that game, yeah.
1: That means uh, for, for my other side, it's Kansas City uh, versus New England. That game's at home in Arrowhead for Kansas City, and I'm taking the Chiefs to get through New England finally – and so that puts Baltimore, Kansas City in the AFC title.
2: I have Kansas City against Baltimore as well. So that means we've got different ways of getting to the same <laughs> end result, which is Baltimore, Kansas City, AFC it's, championship It's game. the
0: matchup we all deserve. And NFL, don't I, let us down. I can't
2: wait. That game's going to be yes. outstanding.
0: And I ended up taking Kansas City.
1: That's a tough pick, but I got Kansas City as the AFC representative, Jason. As, as
0: do I. Okay, and
1: I have Baltimore. All right, well, that... The nice thing about both of those teams getting to the AFC title game, if it happens, I'm really rooting for both of those teams. I l- yeah. I would love to see Andy Reid and Harbaugh get to the Super Bowl, so I'm happy there. On the other side, the NFC, um, I have Philadelphia at home beating Seattle. Obviously, Philadelphia will win the Super Bowl. Right. That's, That's because, what I like, was told. I said it in the offseason. But my bracket may provide an alternate reality for you when we get to that point. But I got Philly. Jason, you have Seattle?
2: I do have Seattle going on the road and coming out victorious against the very injured Eagles.
0: Yeah, I've took Seattle as well and this is I mean this is a this is gross. I've t- I've taken three roads roads. You're reflecting
1: on your bracket now. Yeah, my you're, bracket you're is bad. S- <laughs> 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 so then in the New Orleans Minnesota game, uh, I did take New Orleans to win that one which would put them up against Green Bay in the as, next.
0: As did I. Yes.
2: That okay. one's unanimous.
1: So that means we all have Green Bay and New Orleans. Can
2: we just yeah. pause for a second and talk about like okay, the Baltimore Ravens Kansas City game. That's going to be unbelievable. Right. But that might not happen. The New Orleans Minnesota game right. is happening this weekend and that is a rematch of the Min- Minneapolis Miracle last year.
1: It's in Minnesota. I want the game to be No, this be... one is
2: in New Orleans. Yes. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. It's in New Orleans. But I want this game to come down to, like, <laughs> just the Hail Mary situation from the 50. Um, so, Green Bay, New Orleans. I'm going to take New Orleans in that one. New Orleans.
2: New Orleans across the Although, board. man,
1: I've been warming, warming to Green Bay in recent days.
2: Yeah, I, I have. It's not.
1: hard to beat Green Bay, you know, uh, in Green Bay. It's difficult to look at that team and you say, well, they're not flashy. They don't do anything special. How are they 13-3? and three? Yeah, that, the but you still is, are in the playoffs with Aaron Rodgers. Like the Aaron Rodgers sit philosophy for fantasy is great because you're looking at total fantasy points. But if Aaron Rodgers makes
0: five Aaron Rodgers plays, that is very very valuable in the playoffs. The identity of the Green Bay Packers it's it's not the team that fantasy wants them to be. It's the Darius Smith. Well, I is mean, that? I mean, Aaron Jones has been <laughs> sensational, but but Aaron Rodgers has not been the fantasy quarterback that you had hoped for. So it. It feels like, from the fantasy side of things, that skews how we believe mm-hmm. in the Packers. But they won 13 games. Well, like, They managed to do that.
2: It's funny. You, you you talk about, you look at your bracket and you hate it already for some reason. Because um, I have three This road. game is one where I didn't think about it for long at all because I think the Saints are, I mean, I've, you know, I, they were my preseason Super Bowl uh, champion pick, and they've been outstanding.
1: I'm changing on the fly, but
2: oh! the fa- I, and I don't blame you here. Because I'm going Green Bay. The fact that this game is in Lambo, uh, you know, Drew Brees is not the outdoor cold he's weather. Not, he's
1: not an outdoorsy type. <laughs> you know, he's
0: he, Drew Brees better start growing a beard that's right now. Be a, it's yeah, it's gonna. Oh be, man, I can't picture that. Oh man, that'd be weird. Yeah, I don't know why. I feel like maybe he's never I
1: don't had know, facial hair before. I don't think he can grow a beard. No. Mm. No, that's going to be a problem. All right, so I am switching. I'm taking Green Bay over New Orleans. Wow. All right. And then uh, so that puts – and you guys are both taking New Orleans to yes. beat Green Bay. Yeah. And then uh, I have Philadelphia versus San Francisco in round two at the top of this bracket. I'm going to take San Francisco over Philadelphia in my alternate universe where Philly somehow doesn't win the Super Bowl.
0: I got San Francisco beating
2: Seattle. And I have Seattle beating San Francisco on the road in a rematch of last week's game.
0: Can I ask you a question, Jason? You
2: sure can.
1: Was it difficult for you not to be able to select an Eli Manning led team in this bracket? Like you don't oh, have the, man. You don't have the option to choose
2: the Giants. Is that
1: it was, was that troubling?
2: It was it was tough. It was troubling, but uh Seattle came through for me. Okay.
1: That means uh My NFC title game is
2: San Francisco-Green Bay. I've got San Francisco in the Super Bowl. I have
0: Seattle against New Orleans. New Orleans victorious at home going to the Super Bowl. I got 49ers-Saints, and I got the Saints moving on. All right, that means my Super Bowl is Kansas City-San Francisco,
1: and I'm going with the 49ers winning the Super Bowl. Ho-hum, efficient, great defense, and that that seed. That number one seed at home with that defense, I think they're just going to meander their way there, and we'll have to stare at Jimmy G's handsome mug all offseason.
2: I have Kansas City and the New Orleans Saints in what should be a shootout awesome Super Bowl. I have the Saints. Three to nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I have the Saints victorious as Super Bowl champs. I'm sticking with my preseason picks here.
0: I got Baltimore versus New Orleans in the big game, and I have Baltimore and Lamar Jackson taking it home. I... now that I'm thinking we're, we're talking through all the, the things that could happen, yeah the Patriots versus San Francisco would also be pretty sweet oh if we had Jimmy G if we had the the, the Padawan versus oh, you're the saying
1: master, let's find the narrative that that's most exciting. Yeah. that one would be pretty pretty special, and we all know what would
2: happen. Tom Brady would use blood magic to win, <laughs> yeah. like that would he would do whatever dark sorcery is necessary. Yeah, handsome Jimmy G game. would
1: walk out at halftime and his hair had all fallen out. Yeah, like he for would be sure. completely bald. He's an no old man. No longer handsome.
2: Now.
1: Yep. Well, that's not how I expected that to turn. Let's talk some news.
2: News and notes from around the league.
1: Is that the diet program that Brady has? Is that the um, – Blood magic?
2: Is it blood magic yes. oriented? Yeah. yeah, he just drinks the blood of young men, young athletes. That's,
1: <laughs> okay. That's, that got weird. Uh, Raiders coach John Gruden said Darren Waller underwent thumb surgery. So, you Maybe know – he
0: meant uh, flipper surgery.
1: Uh, that's what he meant. And, look, it's a good thing when it happens now. I never understand some of these situations where, you know, he needs off-season surgery – it's going to happen April 25th. Like, do they not understand the correlation between recovery what? time and being back at camp? Or are I they trying to
0: avoid camp? I get it from the the standpoint of, of laziness. Like... <laughs> You're a pro athlete. You want to play football. You you don't want to book a doctor appointment. You got to call them. Okay. Is that what That's all it is. That's what it would be for me. I don't want to wait on hold. I give far more credit
2: to the players and doctors here. I believe that when they wait till April, it's because they should. And it's like, well, you should wait for something to happen and heal and swelling to go down or whatnot. If it's truly... If it's truly like you can get the surgery whenever you want, it's like, well, I'm going to Aruba, (laughs) so I'm going to wait a couple months, then that's awful.
1: Well, I don't give any credit to Philadelphia's medical team for making Deshaun Jackson wait 94 weeks to Mm. get his surgery. He'd be back already, and then I'd be right on my Super Bowl run. All right, Anthony Miller has (sighs) to undergo surgery yet again on the same shoulder he had off-season surgery for last year. In January of last year, it slowed him down on the way back and we saw what he could be. So you hope that this is a cleanup or something less severe, and he's able to start the year the way he finished the year because he's a very talented guy, should be the number two across from Allen Robinson for years to come.
2: But, but surgery stinks. I don't remember because I'm a dumb man. Hmm. Um, hmm. Can either of you remind me or maybe the producers, if it was uh, Anthony Miller, was he around in training camp and preseason? Was he... I, I feel like he missed Ooh, time I don't remember. there. I feel like yeah, he, he missed he, time he as did as well. miss some
1: time. I thought he uh, was that for a different. missed injury? some extra time with a different injury when he had returned. Yeah, That's what I'm, I thought happened. I'm
2: yeah. just curious how this timeline is going to look versus last year because he definitely got off to a horrifically slow start. Yeah, he actually missed con- time too. It's concerning.
1: Yeah, and then uh, what is this? The Colts have signed Moelly Cox. Yes. And Zach Pascal to one-year extensions. Gigantor lives. What do you have, eight catches on the
0: year, Mike? Eight amazing catches, thank you. A giant can only catch so many passes. Ron it, would, or, it would be cheating. If they threw to Mo Cox every play... Are they slow playing it? They No, I'm saying if they did this, the NFL would be in an uproar because it would just be cheating. Because the Colts would win every game. This is my Yao Ming strategy. <laughs> yes. Someday it's going
2: to be implemented and I swear it would work.
1: Don't you think that they might have wanted to attempt to cheat on their way to losing most of the second half of the season? No! Okay, they, you don't want to... I would have. I would have had the whole Monstars team in there helping me out. Ron Rivera, Riverboat Ron, head coach of the Washington Redskins, a five-year deal. This is uh, a new chapter for Washington. You know, Redskins fans have had to deal with unpleasant life for quite some time. Now, we know it out here as uh, Phoenix Suns fans, but if you are, you know, the Joe Dolan Knicks, you know this too. Look at at the end of the day, the ownership defines a lot of how you spend that money. So whether it's Bruce Allen, or you know Jay Gruden, or whomever it is, Ron Rivera, hopefully they can make some better decisions. They give some more control to the incoming GM. But Ron Rivera is a good coach, and uh, there's some talk of Jack Del Rio potentially oh. being the defensive coordinator on this team. Oh, Blackjack and Riverboat Ron together at last. That would be. I mean, every fourth down they're going for it, they' you, better
2: you can always play
0: Blackjack on the riverboat,
1: yeah, yeah
0: <laughs> and make make sure you're sticking with us all off season. We will have a full coaching changes recap episode coming up in the in the next couple of weeks I don't, when is this Brooks? I think that's next couple months. Yeah. A couple months couple months yeah yeah, and breaking down their tendencies. It could what happen any it? minute though So what does keep it mean? Listening. that you're you're correct.
1: yeah uh Doug Marone's coming back in oh, Jacksonville. Wait, so weird. For the 2020 season? Why? It seems strange.
2: Is it because they were so bad? Yeah. I mean, no, that was all Tom Coughlin's fault. The expectations here was definitely playoffs. I think it, around Jacksonville was Super Bowl, right? Because you had this team that has this great defense and you signed the only piece you needed was that quarterback. You go out and sign Nick Foles and then everything falls apart. The defense is beyond atrocious. And they're well, maybe that's
1: why. I mean, Doug Marone is going to get them turned around, Jay.
2: Yeah. And they kept they kept their GM as well. So they the only guy that changed here is Tom Coughlin a couple weeks ago was let go. Um, All right. It's not inspiring.
1: Chan Gailey is the new offensive coordinator for the Dolphins. Chan
0: Gailey is aged, but it's bizarre. I mean, the fact that Chad O'Shea was let go was a strange move to me. I mean, you knew what. You were doing Miami is trusting the process, they're purposely tanking, they purposely shipped off everybody a, like as many pieces of, from that offense as they possibly could. What was
1: Chad O'Shea going to do with Kalen Balash or yeah, exactly? You know, and and he, I'll tell you what, he did. he's
0: overproduced, <laughs> yes,
2: he outperformed expectations for sure and uh, got fired for his but troubles.
1: The, the one interesting thing is Chan Gailey. Is coming back to the NFL,
0: and he had previously coached Ryan Fitzpatrick for several years. So multiple times, because he was yeah. he was with them in Buffalo, and then he was the OC up in New York when Ryan Fitzpatrick was dominating people at least fantasy purpose wise with uh, with Eric Decker and Brandon Marshall. All right, let's talk about what we're doing for the playoffs.
2: Beat the Ballers, presented by Monkey Knife Fight. All right, we're super excited
1: about this. Fantasy doesn't have to end. It's not ending for us because we've got a very fun, exciting competition. That's Beat the Ballers. You can go to BeatTheBallers.com and participate with us. And uh, look, let's break this down. It's going to be a lot of fun. You can sign up. You can compete directly with Mike, with Jason, with myself. And there's some pretty sweet rewards if you beat each of us. Um, on every week of the NFL playoffs. Yep. And so what we've got is if you go to beattheballers.com, now each of us on today's show, we have selected one of the wild card matchups. And then from that matchup, we're choosing three players. Mm-hmm. And it's as simple as total fantasy points. I No quarterbacks, but you're choosing three players, most fantasy points that they can score, and you're going to go to beattheballers.com. You're going to enter. And if you beat one of us, like you make your own three picks, you pick three different players, you pick two of the same, one different, whatever the case may be. And then I don't know, like you beat Jason's.
0: Yeah, picks. hypothetically, impossible.
1: Hypothetically, you beat Jason, and basically, your reward is you get another, you get a free uh, entry to another game. If you beat two of us this playoff weekend, you get a free ten dollars game entry. And you get an entry to the very Mm. special Mm -hmm. Ballers Bowl. The Ballers Bowl. (laughs) And that is a $10,000 prize package. And uh, you'll get an entry. That'll be for Super Bowl weekend. And then if you beat all three of us on any given week during the playoffs, you instantly win a share of a $2,500 prize pool and you get two entries to that Ballers Bowl. You see how that
2: works? It's going to be fun. And the, the thing is, you know, we... We we sought out a relationship here with Monkey Knife Fight because their their game. If you if you're not familiar with Monkey Knife Fight, it is a blast. You it is, are now. It is so fun to play. Um, and uh, you know we know that the Foot Clan is going to love this. And I would highly recommend picking three players in Mike's game and in Andy's game so that you have the best odds of winning.
1: Yeah, not yours, huh?
2: That's right. I'm, I'm unbeatable.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll see. But beattheballers.com. It's simple. You just go to beattheballers.com, sign up and then uh, enter the matchups. I'm going to be picking from the Philadelphia-Seattle game. And my three players, amongst all the options, I'm going to go with Hot Locket.
0: Okay. I'm going with okay. Tyler Lockett. He's been a little frozen in the center. Yeah, as but, elite. but the Philadelphia secondary is beatable. Yes. Un- unlike Jason.
1: Right. So I'm going to go Tyler Lockett. And then I'm going to go – I'm going to take a little interesting approach here. I got word. You got word that Miles Sanders is going to be okay for this game? But I'm going Miles Sanders and Boston Scott. The double up. I'm going double running backs, Philadelphia at home, Tyler Lockett, Miles Sanders, Boston Scott. Those are my three. So if you end up picking three players from that matchup, those are the three you've got to beat. So you might go Metcalf or Goddard or Ertz I would have gone Goddard. or Lynch or Homer. No, I know you're really a big Dallas Goddard fan this week, and I don't blame you. But I'm going Lockett, Miles Sanders, Boston Scott. See if you can this, take me down. This is
2: a tough, like this game specifically. I did not want to choose. No,
1: I I didn't have fun trying this, to decide to wade through
2: the injuries because trying to get the right Goddard and log out, man. I, yeah, I mean,
0: dude, it's Seattle, DK Metcalf. It's Seattle. It's like if your matchup was against the Cardinals and you didn't pick the opposing tight end. Yeah, but you know, all right. Yeah, hey, you could maybe maybe we'll see if people could beat you.
1: Yeah, Jason, we're gonna keep track seems... of what percentage of people beat yes, each of yeah. us, by the way, and uh, then we'll then we'll know who's actually the best.
2: Hmm, interesting. Well, we'll find out what we already know soon, which is my unbeatable team. I am uh, picking the Buffalo Texans game. Uh, and in I this think
0: you took the hardest draw. So you think so? Kudos to you, yeah.
2: All right. So here's why I, I – so Hopkins is in, right? right. Like, I, I think everybody out there is like, okay, so now we just got to pick two, right? Everyone's got Hopkins penciled in. So now it's like, who are the other two guys? And there's a lot of guys you could choose from. The next one that I locked in for sure was Devin Singletary. I, I'm a big believer in the talent. Uh, I personally have the the Bills winning this game. So if that's the case, game script could be good. So those are my two. And then that third one was really hard because you have the pass-catching options, John Brown and Cole Beasley. Look, if, you, if you're playing upside here and you just want to win, Will Fuller, if he's active, is an auto-win, and same with Kenny Stills. So I'm like, which way do I go? But I went safe. Which is kind of my MO. I'm going Carlos Hyde. Old reliable, a little boring. So I don't think I've got the ceiling here. Like I don't I don't necessarily think that I'm actually unbeatable, but it's hard to pick fuller or stills from my point because I'm trying you know what I mean. I'm trying to put out a reliable roster. All right. So I'm going Carlos Hyde. Hopkins and Devin Singletary as my three stars so you, this
1: you, you locked Hopkins in but you know there were a handful of games this year where where the stills or the fullers of the world were the you know the the premium option on any given week over Hopkins so I, I could see some lineups being built around those guys and taking the chance that Hopkins has a a less than game and then then you'd Win for sure against all the Hopkins opponents. So you're going Singletary, Hopkins, Hyde. Mike, you're choosing from the Saints-Vikings I game. I am,
0: but I, I, did you guys hear this news about Carlos Hyde? That he has expressed interest that he would like to return to the <laughs> Texans? <laughs> I don't doubt it.
2: He's, he's Has been... he gotten
1: to the point now where he gets like to choose things? I mean, that,
0: that was not where I mean, he was. No, no, but he was pretty good this he year. He was, I know. It's just very... Funny to me. Yeah. All right, yeah, I'm picking from the Vikings Saints matchup. I'm going with Michael Thomas, of course. Michael Thomas, you you must go with that. Never heard of him, but yeah. it, okay. Similar to Hopkins, I feel like you, I'm I'm locking that chalk in. Then I'm going with Alvin Kamara, the resurging touchdown machine. The the positive regression has been occurring in a, a matter that is probably not sustainable, but. Uh, I, I like the Saints to win this matchup, so I'm going to take the, the home running back. And then this is where I'm going to pivot. I feel like Stephon Diggs is kind of the easy... If, if I would just went completely chalk, to me, those would be my three picks because the, the, the Saints' secondary can be beat. They can give up points to fancy wide receivers, but I'm going to pivot. I'm going to go with Adam Phelan. He did absolutely nothing for in the box score, but he was on the field. So uh, this is... Just kind of uh, trying to zig when people are going to zag and put well, yeah. Stephon Diggs in. Uh, I would
1: think that the chalk is having Dalvin Cook in the line. Yeah,
0: that's the one that I'm, I'm shocked. Con- I'm concerned about him, man. I think how, lo- how much time yeah. he'll get out there. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, how healthy is he? The Saints' run defense is stout, but so I think I'm, a lot I'm, of I'm people out you. there are going. I am not worried about Dalvin <laughs> Cook,
2: and he will be in my lineup. I yeah, would yeah, be. We- feel free. Yeah. So
1: we're we're very excited about this. See if you can knock all three of us off. If you do, you're gonna get your share of a twenty five hundred dollar prize pool this week and two entries into the Ballers Bowl. You can learn more at BeatTheBallers.com. dot com. It's super easy, super fun. And there's and, gonna be a um,
2: there's gonna be a Ballers leaderboard up there at BeatTheBallers.com dot com too. So we'll see. Uh, all the involvement should be a lot of fun. Go go beat us, Foot Clan.
1: Yeah. If you can, if you dare. All right. Who's ready for the footy award winner? Oh, are we rolled. ready? I think we're ready for this it's song. the music. You voted, and here they are.
0: I can't handle Jason's dance right now. It's pretty impressive. Oh, there's some shimmying, some shaking.
1: The 2019 footy award winners... As selected by the Foot Clan. Oh, what a year it's been. A year of highs and lows. Let's see who won. We are going to kick this thing off with the performance of the year. Footy. Which single week performance was the most impressive on the year? Nominees were Drew Brees. Jameis, uh, that was from week 14. Do you do you want me to go through all of these just stat the, lines? No, just read okay. the names. It was Drew Brees in week 14, Jameis Winston in week 14, Lamar Jackson in week 15, Saquon Barkley. Hello. Welcome back. Week 16. Uh, by the way, I'm just so – side note, I'm so happy Saquon showed Saquon stuff at the end of this year. Yeah. Because it really – it didn't make any sense, the injury, things like that. Now he can be drafted appropriately. Kenyon Drake in week 15, savior of many, a fantasy team. And the old Sammy Watkins week one. Come on, Sammy. The winner of the performance of the year, which single week performance was the most impressive? Lamar Jackson well, yeah. in week 15. Lamar, your footie is in the mail. But here's the thing. It was 25% of the vote. The runner-up was Drew Brees in week 14. Really? That's what I 20% of the vote. So... Drew Brees coming through for fantasy owners in the playoffs, something he's not always done. And that's a pretty tight victory there. Lamar Jackson, Week 15, congratulations. Uh, No one expected Lamar Jackson to win an award, did they? I am
2: sure this will be the only category, Lamar Jackson. (laughs) More than (laughs) likely.
0: All right,
1: that is it for uh, the performance of the year.
0: The next award, the Fantasy Reapers' Man of the Year. Which player's painful injury hurt fantasy owners the most? Last year's winner was Leonard Fournette. Don't be carry-on. This year, the nominees for this very prestigious award are James Conner, Carry-On Johnson, Adam Thielen, and Damian Williams. I feel personally triggered and attacked by this list, but let's find out who the winner is. (laughs) Your winner for Fantasy Reapers Man of the Year is james connor oh yes. james connor yes
2: yeah he probably deserved it. it is he did deserve it because he he just kept hurting you over and over and over and over He'd get back and be like psych why did he
0: what was the it was james connor had 50 percent of okay. the vote the second place the runner-up was adam thielen at 24 oh, so this was nice. ja- james
1: connor really ran away with this
2: one yeah, he did. I'll All be right. honest, I voted for carry on. I didn't want him to win, but he hurt me the most as my my guy. Oh, were you into him? <laughs> I've been known to <laughs> been known to buy a stock or two in carry on <laughs> jones. All right. The next footy also, James Conner, your footy is oh, in the yeah. mail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't forget that. All right. The next award for poopiest pants. Oh, the nominees are Odell Beckham. James Conner again, Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson, and Juju Smith-Schuster. And the winner is...
0: Hold. Yep, hold.
2: hold. Odell Beckham mm. Jr. You had the biggest, poopiest pants <laughs> out there. Even more than the runner-up, David Johnson, who had 28% of David the David Johnson, I tried to stick up for him. You did enough because I mean look, almost half the the vote thirty nine percent voted for Odell Beckham as the poopiest pants.
1: Scientifically, you can
2: only fit
1: so much poop in a pair of pants. Your pants have to be really big to have the poopiest pants. Beckham's pants are big. They're as big as they get.
2: Beckham was out there in MC hammer pants. Yeah. Those are loaded.
1: They were loaded. All right. The fourth category, the waiver wire wonder. Which undrafted waiver wire stud was the best signing of the 2019 season? Last year, we had George Kittle. This year's nominees, Devontae Parker. Yes. DJ Chark.
0: Yeah, I like, yeah.
1: Ryan Tannehill and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Darren Waller. Hmm. And the winner of the Waiver Wire Wonder Award for 2019. The footy goes to... Devontae mm, Parker. Yes.
2: Well, well-deserved. As it should. I mean, you're talking about once you picked him up off of the waiver wire, he was the
0: wide receiver, too, the rest of the way.
1: 47% of the vote, a runner-up for Darren Waller.
0: Yeah, well-deserved for Darren 22%. Waller. 22%. So, Devante- congratulations, Devontae Parker. Your footy
1: is... Uh, in the mail. In
0: for Devontae Parker, I mean, that was that was quite the voyage of an entire season where you had... it just... Like fleeting jokes those first couple weeks where Devontae Parker had some production. Then he had the goose egg, of course, against the New England Patriots. And then started kind of just producing every single week until the point of you just couldn't ignore it anymore.
2: And the nice thing is he did enough, often enough, to where in those playoff weeks. Where you're going, can I really trust Devontae Parker? Players were doing it. Players were. I mean, we put him in over Amari Cooper See, in our the, playoff run. That, we talk so much about what he did at the end of
1: the year, but think about what you had to decide about Devontae Parker when you signed him. Because you're talking about an underwhelming player who's let you down year after year, mixed with the most embarrassing team at the time. Yeah. So even if you have a good week from a guy like Devontae Parker, you kind of rolled your eyes into the back of your head and thought, uh is he a waiver wire rental for a
0: week? Is he, what is he for real? Ends up being a year long guy. The fantasy wide receiver of the year factoring <laughs> draft position. Big stop it. Stop <laughs> no, it. No, I seriously. just I have no
2: idea who's gonna win who's this. Who's gonna win this?
0: <laughs> draft position, yada yada yada. Look, the nominees are Allen Robinson, Kenny Galladay, Devontae Parker, who just won an award. Yes, he did. Chris Godwin. Julian Edelman and Michael Thomas, the winner of the Fantasy Wide Receiver of the Year. Hey, look, everybody. It's Michael Thomas. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. Oh, Before, wow.
2: Because we, we don't know these answers. I mean, we knew that answer, but yeah. we don't know them. I want to guess the percentage. Ooh, that's a funny. for Michael Thomas? Yeah. I'm going to guess he got 88% of
0: the vote. I'm going okay. to go uh, 82%. You're both way too high, actually. Okay. 62% of the vote went to Michael Thomas, the runner-up. Devontae Parker? Chris Godwin. Okay. Mm. 25%. Very respectable. You're interested. You Chris know Godwin, your runner-up award is in the mail.
1: You're supposed to factor in draft position, and Devontae Parker's not drafted at all. So I feel Aren't like there are... so con- disappointed. I feel like there are just good arguments for Godwin and Parker, even though Thomas was so great. But Thomas was just too great. Yes, so he was, like, worthy of being, I would argue, I mean, the number two pick in the entire fantasy draft, right? The, Behind Christian McCaffrey, the next guy you should have taken was Michael Thomas.
2: The the truth is I think Chris Godwin could have competed and even won that award based on his draft capital had he been in the championship weeks and won people titles instead of being, you know, injured and, and yeah. unavailable. Pro-
1: probably, probably
2: not. Uh, All right. And Jameis Winston could have <laughs> helped win people more titles, too. All right, the fantasy running back of the year, the nominees are, of course, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, Austin Eckler, Derek Henry, and Ezekiel Elliott. Let's go, Eckler. (laughs) Awesome, Eckler. Let's see. And the winner is... oh, Oh, my gosh. It's Christian McCaffrey. I wasn't really surprised, everyone acting
1: <laughs> you are the one that chose to seal the envelopes I, for these envelopes are for very podcasts.
0: difficult to open i love it see i've been pre-opening them oh that's that's the coward's way yeah you, you gotta me. wait till you're on the clock when that drum roll's going that's all the time you get Okay, you start sweating <laughs> yes. you start ripping i got Christian real McCaffrey nervous got 70 percent of uh, the, boat.
2: You- the runner up which i expected to be derrick henry was actually awesome eckler at 9%. Congratulations. I acceptably. Christian, your footy is in the mail.
1: All right, fantasy tight end of the year nominees were Travis Kelsey, Big Mark Andrews, Darren Waller, George Kittle, Austin Hooper and Zach Ertz and the mm. winner of the fantasy tight end of the year footy goes to Who do you think? Goo
0: goo goo. Uh the tight yeah. Mark Oh. Andrews. Yeah, that it it's appropriate. Mark Andrews with
1: thirty five percent of the vote. Runner up was actually now I thought it would have been Darren Waller. It was George Kittle with twenty two percent. All reliable George Kittle. So Only this, one bus game all year long.
2: This was a very competitive category at tight end this year. Winning with thirty
0: five percent of the vote is
2: unimpressive. Yeah. When you're
0: Christian McCaffrey winning with seventy percent. Yes. Yeah. Mark Mark Andrews and Darren Waller both practically free, late in drafts. What's but, this next category, Mike? Yeah, what It's the quarterback of the year okay. award, everybody. All right. All right, I'm so well hold on, cause the, the nominees are Lamar Jackson, kay. Deshaun Watson, Jameis Winston, Dak Prescott, and then we have the the Ryan's, The Ryan twins. Ryan Fitzpatrick and Ryan Tannehill both <laughs> both of them have notes. No one else has a note with the player but as well they won people championships
1: that's right that's right
0: go so the winner of the
1: the fantasy quarterback of the year it
0: is Lamar Jackson all right
1: right, now
2: we got to guess the percentage I'm guessing 90 well so based on the fact that Christian McCaffrey only got 70 I'm gonna go 80 percent you're all too low. It's 91 <laughs> yeah. percent for
0: Lamar oh, Jackson. I don't know if we've ever seen. I feel a like guys was pretty close. Maybe Pat Mahomes last year. You Price is Right rules, and you dominated. You you're great. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. All what a right. surprise! Can I get a real award? Yeah, over here. Yeah, coming fellas? up
2: soon. Breakout player of the year. This is a great category. This is an awesome category. A lot of. Uh, breakouts last year was Pat Mahomes. You have Lamar Jackson in the category, so maybe he'll take it down. But other great breakout options like Aaron Jones, Derrick Henry, Chris Godwin, Kenny Galladay, Devontae Parker, DJ Chark, Cortland Sutton, DJ Man. Moore, Mark Andrews, Darren Waller. A lot of breakouts. A lot of breakout opportunities, but there can only be one Highlander rules. And the winner is indeed Lamar you Jackson
0: struggling to get that thing out. I got it on time
2: because uh, you were stalling. 46% of the vote with right. this many people in it. Now, who do you think is the runner up? Ooh,
1: second uh, who finished second to Lamar Jackson. That is
2: almost more interesting to me. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like who's take Lamar Jackson out, who wins the I'm going to s- say Darren Waller. I'm going to say Aaron Jones. It's funny. I would have said Devontae Parker, and none of us were right with 19%. Oh, Godwin? Godwin? It is Chris Godwin. Yeah,
1: okay. Congrats, Lamar. We'll send your uh, pallet full of trophies in the mail
0: very soon. (laughs) Send it by freight.
1: All right, rookie of the year. Which player was fantasy football's rookie of the year? This is a very competitive category as well. Josh Jacobs, A.J. Brown, Kyler Murray, Miles Sanders, Terry McLaurin, David Montgomery, D.K. Metcalf, Debo David Samuel. Montgomery. It's kind of neat to read all those names and see how many. You know, you get into draft season, you get into, like you, you've been talking, Mike, all the keeper picks and yeah. uh, or, or draft picks that you've got in your Dynasty League. Look how many players contributed for fantasy owners as rookies. That makes for an exciting offseason. The winner of the 2019 Footy Award for Rookie of the Year goes to, oh my, oh my, oh my. I've got my guess. A.J. Brown wins the Rookie of the Year footy 40%. Who do you think was runner-up with 33%? It's got
2: to be Josh Jacobs. Oh, I was going to say Kyler. No, I think it's Jacobs. It
1: is Josh Jacobs. Mm. Kyler had a wonderful first half of the season, but didn't really help fantasy owners down the line.
2: Uh, nor did Jacobs. You know, the, that's the,
1: fair. That's a fair point.
2: And and I think had Jacobs been there at the end winning championships much like Godwin he Yeah, he Jacobs would have won. But AJ Brown won people championships. The Tank is a championship the machine. Tank. Well, you, you you really can't le- Don't lean into that nickname until next year, Jay, if oh, you yeah, want it yeah. to be
1: eligible for some sort of award. Okay. Yeah, All you, right.
0: you got to know when to release things. Mm. That's right. So what's the next uh All right, I finally get an exciting one because I don't know who has won. We have the Comeback Player of the Year, which fantasy player amazed you the most in their return to relevance. Last year, of course, Andrew Luck was the winner. This year's nominees, John Brown, Ryan Tannehill, Allen Robinson, the winner for the Comeback Player of the Year. Ryan Tannehill was mm. 77% of the vote. Not even a contest. Congratulations, Ryan Tannehill. Comeback player of the year.
1: Yeah. well, The award, I, nobody wants to ever have the opportunity to win. That's, that's true. true. In their career.
0: But if they... He, he has to win the real comeback player of the year. Yeah. That is right? a real That, award, that would make right? sense yeah. for sure. Yeah. Playoff bound Tannehill.
2: All right. The steal of the draft. I have another one. With eligibility for Lamar Jackson, which player was the best value? ha Awesome. Eckler, Aaron Jones, Chris Godwin, Cortland Sutton, and Mark Andrews are competing with Lamar Jackson. But,
0: but can they win? Did they combine their powers? Steal of the draft. Is Lamar Jackson. I wonder La- how much he won by, though, because okay. probably a lot, There's
2: 50%. F- There's a a large group here. You've got 50%. What do you have, Mike?
0: I will take 51%.
2: You win by Price's Right rules, but you still stunk because it is 71% of the vote. Win's a win. uh, Once again, who is the uh, secondary winner here? If Lamar Jackson is not in the runnings, the Foot Clan say the winner would have been Mark Andrews. Incorrect. Eckler. Correct. Yes. Awesome Eckler. Austin
0: Eckler. Always living in second place. All right, now
1: here we are. The uh, most important, most significant awards anyone can win on planet Earth as certified by us. Mm -hmm. The Nickname of the Year Award. Now, we have special music for
2: this, Brooks. Yes. Is that right? Hit
0: it. Oh.
2: Yes. The moment you have all been waiting
0: for. So prestigious. That this music is necessary Since the dawn of 2019 Many have entered (laughs) Only one remains (laughs) With their silly names Their mispronunciation Their Just absurdity The Walrus (laughs) Lizard King Chris Goblin
1: Abercrombie David Mopportunity Kenny Bills (laughs) Hocules Slash Hawkstrap (laughs) Jared Kuech and Awesome Eckler round out the nominees. Oh, I feel like I just went into Disneyland.
0: I, I That's feel exactly great how right I now. feel.
1: The winner of the prestigious, never to be replaced, nickname of the year award for 2019
0: is. The oh, go, 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 go. There was never a. Shadow of a doubt.
2: No, the Wallerist, Darren Waller. Thank Look, goodness, we didn't give Lamar Jackson a nickname.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing: a, a nickname to to win this award, most often or many times, you need to you need to deliver on the nickname. Look, if if T.J. Hawkinson had been a beast mm. for the whole season, I'm sure Hockey would have had a much higher vote. But Darren Waller was, and he won if, with fifty. Four oh, percent no. of the vote. Oh.
2: So close, man! If the nickname of the year wins with fifty-five, that'd be incredible. I mean, do to you speak want to, to guess your, the the runner-up? Well, to speak to your point first, I'm just sad. That Daryl Henderson didn't do enough because Darnell Anderson, of course, was the best nickname of no, the year. It's the worst. Mike has never liked that one. No, because it's which just, is strange
1: um, for Mike because he likes everything. Yeah, so it should tell I you like something. a lot of things. Yeah,
0: it's
2: just that I think your problem is that it's just another person's name. Yeah. Yes, yeah.
1: their nickname is a different name. All right, the runner-up was what do you think?
2: I'm gonna say the Lizard
0: yeah, King. Yes, Sammy. It
1: was. It was the Lizard King, that Sammy Watkins. <laughs>
0: All right. Now, he, he also rode the coat waves of... Coat waves? Coat, yeah, coat, coat tails <laughs> the coat waves. <laughs> nice, Jason. Oh, that was a Jason comment right there. Ride uh, of, them waves. Uh, of uh, Alan Lazard. So, I mean, he got... He, I think he got a slight bump. Really? Because yeah, another we, person also got to we, <laughs> use that music. We weren't able to play that music enough
2: just based on Sammy's performance
1: (laughs) that's fair, that's fair now we have one more illustrious special very very special, like
0: special music special yes, give me the special music oh yeah the fantasy footballers moment of the year moment of the year from 2019 your nominees take lock
1: take lock Mm.
0: the rise of It's football time. It's football time. Hey, hey, hey. Jason's crushed soul. Nothing for that one, Jay. No, that that better not win. It's still hurting. Jason mutes himself while talking. I don't know what you're talking. Fedora Jason. Adam Gase. Apology. Implementation. The Halloween costumes of Darren Waller, Watkins, and Goblin groinindex.com and the David Blau <laughs> pronunciation the David Blau pronunciation your winner for the biggest and best award of all time the fantasy footballers moment of the year Jason's crushed soul with 33 percent of the votes. Jason your pain is pleasure for so many I'm really uh, and we knew it from the moment it happened
2: I uh, I'm very conflicted because... Would you like to relive that moment? I would never like to relive that moment. Um, well,
1: Brooks has got it figured out for us. Let's go back in time. No. Tuesday, November 19th, the fantasy footballers Andy, Mike,
0: and it, Jason. It's basically a two-man show because I'm about 50%. Jason's about 50%. <laughs> Different reasons. The oh. outside <laughs> of my body is here.
2: The shell that you have come to know as Jason Moore is still on the show. Jason Moore is no more. The inside is hollow. I am an M&M with no chocolate.
0: So you're like the uh, the Easter chocolate bunnies. Oh, with the where, where it's you're like oh that's ex- a whole bunch of chocolate. Oh, except
2: it's not- they serve a purpose. Mm. Oh my gosh. they can be delicious and a tasty treat. <laughs> While I. Have no reason to be here. (laughs) Rivers is driving down the field.
1: Rivers needs to essentially drive down the field for Jason to win. And he does. And he does. And I won. And Jason was up by half a point until
2: one more. One more interception. I believe that is seven interceptions in the last two games. I have had all of them. (laughs) Um, But it took each one to put me where i'm at right now
0: <laughs>
2: thanks thanks for helping me relive oh, that oh
1: man philip I can, river's will forever be in fantasy lore for you
0: the bad the bad kind
2: i can hear in my voice how genuinely dead inside i was you were a destroyed person i really did not care about you guys or the show <laughs> or job or any family I was family what family <laughs> i didn't deserve a family and all of that was because of philip rivers so i thank you philip oh You're, you get no footy i'm taking the footy for this one
1: oh my gosh you know maybe that'll be a new category for next year brooks we can think about is um somehow the player that we like the least or something of that nature because they the grudge the grudge player of the year or something because mm, Philip yeah, Rivers you've
2: got the, the Reapers man of the year. Yeah. Maybe sure we it'll need be. the Philip Rivers award. Oof. We can name it after him. I don't know how I feel about that, but yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, before we close out today's episode, um, uh, thank you all for a wonderful, spectacular 2019 season for supporting the show. Please come participate with us over on monkey knife fight. You just go to beat Come see if you can uh, beat all three of us, win some prize money. It will make each and every one of these playoff games a little more fun. You know, everybody wants something fun to do during the NFL playoffs. We kind of, uh, you know, we get to sit back and, you know, it's just different for us. There's not so many games going on. We can really enjoy these games and compete against one another. And we'll find out which, uh, you know, which of us our listeners beat the most this Mm -hmm. week. Which will be the, the greatest position of shame. Mm-hmm. Then there'll be somebody in the middle, and then there'll be a winner that can brag. So, beattheballers.com to check that out. We also want to thank Pristine Auction. A Devontae Adams signed Nike football cleat. $52 yesterday. Nice. That's pretty cool. Use the code BALLERS when you sign up at PristineAuction.com. Otherwise, that is it for us. Congrats to all the footy award winners. They're in the mail. The footies are in the mail. Lamar, you'll have to come pick yours up directly, actually. We shipping can't afford was too the shipping.
2: Much. <laughs>